0: Everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of BU Live. Tonight, this is episode two of my Who Are You series. And tonight, we're going to dive into the hot topic of body consciousness and confidence. So, as always, BU's mission is to provide relevant, thought provoking, insightful information about life and, unwa- and ways to unlock yourself in the pursuit of being you so tonight I'm so excited I have three amazing women with me tonight I have with me Naja, who is the founder and CEO of Soulfully You and which she is a nutrition consultant thank you for joining us again Naja. And then I have my amazing cousin, Miss Jessica, with us again. And she is the executive director of Total Life Changes. Changes. And last but certainly not least, the diva herself, Miss <laughs> Tasha. And she is a nurse and a social media travel enthusiast and an upcoming vlogger. So stay tuned, mm-hmm. it is coming soon. So let's start by clearly defining consciousness, because I'm sure when you say body consciousness, you was like, did she mean confidence or body positivity? No, I did not. I meant consciousness because consciousness the definition it refers to your individual awareness of your unique thoughts memories feelings sensations and environments and what other environment do you live in every day besides your body so being conscious of your own body is part of the journey of knowing who you are and being confident in who you are as well so I want to jump in to the very first question. And this first question is, when do you feel like you gained consciousness of your body? And I'm going to start with Jessica.
1: When did I gain consciousness of my body? Yes. I would say it was recently. I would say my son is six years old now. It was right now when I gained consciousness of my body. I actually became, I fell in love with myself. I would say, in what I had to offer to the world. And I try to compare that to anything else that anyone else had to offer to the world. Just know that my unique gift is what's needed. And I don't need anything else to try to enhance or adjust that.
0: I love it. I
2: love it. Tasha, same question. Um, I would say about three years ago is when I actually gained confidence in, uh, in, in my body. I went through a depression phase. I gained weight, so I would only... I wouldn't go out or do anything so about three years ago yeah four years ago my husband proposed he was like we gotta get you in a dress now and I'm like oh my god I guess I haven't worn a dress like the whole time we've been together I was like hmm I need to fix that and so I just started like getting different clothes and after that my confidence kind of clothes had a lot to do with my confidence and everything it got me more outgoing and stuff.
0: Okay. Okay. And if you don't follow Tasha on Facebook or Instagram, you definitely need to do so. Cause she be serving the looks. Oh, look, public service. <laughs> I have a live studio audience with me tonight. So if you guys hear any giggles or extra movement, that is look my live studio audience tonight. So, so same question for Naja. When did you gain consciousness of your body?
3: I think I have a different story than most people. I think I've been pretty conscious of my body since I was younger. Um, I've always had a very athletic built body and people comment on it all the time. And it wasn't in a good way when I was younger. Of course, as a young woman fully developed in high school, it wasn't always great. But I you know, owned it when I was in high school, I um, in college. And then kind of like what Tasha said when I went through my depression and gained weight, um, I was so overwhelmed with the size of my body because I had never been that size and like, oh my gosh, like what's going on. It it put me down. I was very conscious that I was overweight um, and I did something about it, of course, but And it's a continuous cycle of being conscious of what you like and what fits you. And so I think I've been very blessed to have that my whole, ever since I can remember.
0: That's this stuff. So the confidence
3: thing that goes in and out, but that,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, Duly understood. I think all of us mm-hmm. have, have those moments that, you know, in and out is part of the journey. Um, I would definitely I can agree with nausea as well. I at a young age, had that womanly, curvaceous body, but didn't look realize what I had at the time because I was a kid. But so hearing other people, oh, you need to lose weight. I'm like, I really wasn't, you know, larger. And then I had children. And for me, my journey, I actually had the gastric sleeve done, performed maybe like seven years ago now. And I was having... Um, really more getting tested for like rheumatoid arthritis and was just really having issues with my body dealing with pain because I was very active. I played basketball twice a week, you know, even though I was heavier. Um, so it wasn't necessarily for the weight that I had the surgery. It was because I was in pain um and then after that you know I've gained some back of course and that's what they don't tell you about having the sleeve and being in groups now I see that um more than a lot of people that have that particular procedure you know experience the weight gain but it's you still can't eat a lot that's the crazy part Mm -hmm. um but now where I am I understand my body differently you know like this 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 belly of mine has bared three babies. So I embrace this belly, you know, this body of mine is the only one I have. And to spend it and like um just like Tasha and Naja and I know Jessica has shared before, you know, I spent that time in that depressed state thinking, oh, you know, I wish I, you know, my body was shaped like this, this, and that. But I realized I get one chance at this life. You, you know, I said last week. I'm going to acquire taste. You either like it or you don't. I'm going to wear what I enjoy wearing and I'm going to live my life, you know, with confidence because can't anybody else live this life for me but me. So that being said going to the next question what does confidence mean to you and how do you or have you channeled your inner confidence so I'm gonna start with Naja because she had kind of gave us caveat to this question
3: so confidence mean to me is knowing who you are and um if you heard me before I've been on the show um my business is so full of you and it- it's all about knowing who you are mentally, physically, um, emotionally, spiritually, all of that. And I, again, I I don't know what happened in the womb, but I came out like, Hey, I'm Naja Frank. Nice to meet you. I am who I am. Like you said, I'm a quiet taste. If you like me, great. If you don't, who cares? But most people really, you know, I, I just exude like this confidence, but, Um, when they say, check on your strong friends, that's a big key because the people who also look most confident struggle with some things too, sometimes, and that goes back to that up and down. And when you're confident, you can be confident in yourself versus confident in your looks. Those are two different things. And I think I've always been confident in self and knowing who I was in God, in the world and everything, but when my weight fluctuates and changes anybody can be like what's going on like I'm not you know you can't find your sexiness sometimes you know as women especially with women um but having that body confidence and knowing you are not your body you are who you are that's where your confidence comes in
0: I love it I love it so Ms. Tasha, I'm gonna go to you for with the same question. What does confidence mean to you? And how do you, how do you or have you channeled your inner confidence?
2: Uh confidence for me has changed over a number of years. When I was in high school, I was smaller. So confidence was kind of like I walked around my head hell high, whatever, <laughs> you know, but I still focus on what people said about me. So I always was the bigger friend, but I still had confidence. So if I'm with my skinny friends, I didn't want to wear nothing short or tight or, you know, anything like that. So I still focused on how people thought of me. And then when I turned 20 and went to Grambling, that's when everything changed. And I started eating all late hours because I was studying. <laughs> and that's when the weight started to come on. That's when I went into depression. and I had no confidence. And then about a couple of, like I said, a couple of years ago, that's when the confidence came. And now I'm in the mode where my confidence is. I don't care. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you say. I'm going to put on this two-piece with my belly out by the pool and, and take a picture or do what I want. The confidence is more like, I don't care right now. It's, it's what I want to do. It's what I want to wear as long as I'm looking wifey, presentable, as my husband will say, <laughs> wifey, presentable, and uh, showing a good leadership to my niece. Because this is confidence is something you have to pass on to your children. If you don't have it, and if you have a daughter who's going through things, you're not going to be able to guide her through it or, or guide her to have confidence. So confidence right now to me is just just doing me, just doing, doing what I love to do, not caring what anyone thinking or anything like that. So that's my stage right now of confidence. <laughs> it's not caring. That. It's not caring what people think of me right now.
0: I love it. I love it. Miss Jessica, same
1: question. Okay. What confidence is to me is being able to identify what your gifts are. You know, when I'm thinking about confidence, I got up to 314 pounds. And at that time, I was the most confident. Why? Because my mindset changed. In this section of my life, my mind changed. A lot of people say, oh, you know, you got too big, Jess. You need to get that weight up off you. I was like, I'm fine. Because I had got to a place where I loved Jessica and I loved the gifts that Jessica had and what she had off the world. You know, I loved me as that person. I loved the way I looked. But then when the pain came, that's when I wanted to make the change. But see, my mindset had changed and I fell in love with me. But that only came from separating myself from different things that were conflicting with me spiritually and physically. That I went on and did that shift and I was able to love myself just for who I was. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That.
0: That what you just said is so powerful about loving yourself, because for me, I think that's where confidence comes from, because right now we live in a world that everyone is judging each other in some shape, form or fashion. And so we're trying to live up to everyone's expectation of us. You know, when we were younger, and I just said this earlier, when we were younger, it was looking like the girls on the music videos or what was in the magazine and all that, where now is the Instagram models and, you know, the celebrities and all this stuff. And I live in Texas now, and I see builder bodies all the time. I'm just you know keeping it 100 and if that's your thing hey because I ain't gonna lie i have thought about it because you know it does look enticing but then I have to realize, nah I don't think that's gonna work for me and then it's like you know You have to get to that place where you have peace in your mind, no matter what size you are, because your size does not define the inner workings of you. There's people that are, you know, have the baddest body in the world, but they're unhappy with themselves, so they can't even see that they're beautiful. Or is someone that may be a plus size person that's living just this happy, joyous, free life because they're free mentally. So at the end of the day, your confidence comes within. If you don't know yourself on the inside, I don't care if you, you know, was the most beautiful person in the world. You can be ugly because you're ugly in your soul. And that's really what it boils down to for me thinking about confidence, because, you know, I've been on that roller coaster of trying to figure out who you are. And it's like, look, I embrace who I am at this point. I don't need anyone else's validation. And I teach my kids that as well, going back to what Tasha said, it is something to be passed on to, you know, give that confidence because ultimately others try to break you because they don't know themselves is really what it boils down to is what i've learned over the years so getting into the next question what would you say was your personal moment of fully loving and embracing your body so i'm gonna start with that one with miss tasha <laughs> <laughs> um the
2: the moment i fully embraced my body it, it literally just happened i took a a trip uh, it was last weekend, and that's the first time I, like I said, I, you could not get me in no swimsuit, honey. Like, no, I'm not wearing no swimsuit nowhere. And I bought some swimsuits, and I actually put them on. I was like, what? Okay, like I'm still hiding some stuff, but but okay, I'm putting on these swimsuit. So I, that was that was the moment where I actually was like, okay, this is what I got, like. So you need to work what you got. If You want to lose weight or get healthier, you know, that's what you need to do. But right now, just live in the moment. Thank God you ain't got coronavirus and all this stuff going on. <laughs> and we're just swimsuit, girl. And so it just happened. <laughs> okay, okay. This will be last weekend. <laughs> okay,
0: Miss Jessica, what was your moment?
1: Well, my moment was once I did more of self-development. And I was able to develop more within myself. That's when I gained the most confidence. You know, it was just like a game changer. Just every single day, just sharpening the skill set of love who you are, paying attention to the things that you eat, the things you consume in your mouth, paying attention to the things that you listen to. Because you think just because you listen to your jam, you listen to the words of some songs, like, ooh, I don't like the way I look. Or maybe you look on the cover or you're looking on the video like you were just saying, like, ooh, I, I might want to change that about me. So just being conscious of the things that I was listening to and the things that I was consuming—that's what really factored into my great confidence.
0: All right, all right, I love
3: it, Naja. So mine was a process. Um, I'm gonna say the beginning of 2019, in 2018, like September, I started recording myself. I would record myself looking at myself and talking to myself in my body. Cause that's when I was probably at my biggest and I would cry, I would weep and I would just talk to myself. And the more I did it, the more I saw myself as beautiful. So I think at the beginning of 2019, I was like, you got it girl. <laughs> but like Tasha said, if I'm choosing to be this size and I'm not doing anything about it, I'm gonna live in it, right? But I know I need to lose weight and work on it. So I'm just gonna continue to work on it, but be okay with who I am at that moment.
0: I love it. I totally that is hilarious that you said that, Naja, because look, I didn't realize that you did, I call it mirror work because I went through that process as well. And like I said, I've been on this whole roller coaster of, you know, weight loss, weight gain, you know, you think, you know, it it is it's a roller coaster game for real. Um, And I've done the mirror work where put up affirmations or just tell yourself that you're beautiful. And I actually did that with my with my girls. Like we did this little thing where we say I'm cute. I'm cute because I always wanted them to realize and have confidence in themselves so that they didn't have to seek outside validation. Because sometimes we do we find ourselves in that place looking for outside validation. And so maybe it's someone out there listening that needs to do your own personal mirror work. It helps to get in the mirror so so you're much. right. Not comparing yourself to anyone else, blocking it and you know, blocking out social media. And I think last week somebody mentioned detoxing from that. Um but just getting in the mirror and focusing on you, putting yourself up some positive affirmations, telling yourself that you're beautiful. You know, if you like, you know, everyone has said if you want to feel like you want to lose some weight, come up with a plan, go with it. But in the meantime, this is what I'm working with and find out a way to find peace in that as well so that mirror work is good that's like we never had this conversation that's good stuff (laughs) so the next thing is um as an african-american woman we meet of course many 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 challenges and so what are some of the adverse things you fought through to embrace yourself when outside forces may have tried to come against you and i'm gonna go to jessica with this one first
1: well, I first started speaking about when I went natural with my hair and I was, you know, I felt like, you know, femininity and just being a woman in itself, you had to have hair because I love the big hair. So when I was like, I don't think i want to cut my hair off because I'm so hot and I had got overweight. That was when I was 314 pounds. So I was like, I didn't want to cut my hair off. So I cut my hair off and I just learned, you know, what kind of texture I have on my head and just learned how to just love how I look the face, my face shape with my short hair and just, you know, learned how to, you know. Channel in e, who I was as an African American woman, and not putting the weaves in my hair just for that section of time. I want to just you know find out who I was and find out how to love what I was naturally given, instead of trying to buy all these other weaves because I'm talking about weaves are expensive. You yes. know, for me. <laughs> weaves are so expensive. So just being able to channel into my own kind of hair texture and how my face looks with, with that alone. and not wearing so much makeup. That was just for me, as I say, I love makeup too. But it's trying to channel into changing those little small things within the makeup and the
0: hair. OK. okay. Look, that's, that's, that's good stuff right there. Because look, that natural journey is a different one. It's work. OK. Your hair is beautiful
3: <laughs> too, Jessica. It, it is
0: gorgeous. It is work. So same question. As an African-American woman, what are some of the challenges that you face with embracing yourself? Tasha, I'm going to come to you to that uh, next. Okay. Um, uh,
2: skip back. Go, go. Come back. Okay. Go Dasha, back. Dasha, look. I'm going to come back to Tasha. Um,
3: actually, when I was younger, I grew up with a predominantly a lot of white people and I was unique and I looked different from everyone. You're so right. I love it. I loved it I was uh so back then I thought I was super thick y'all I really did I thought I was just the thickest thing and I wasn't Uh, (laughs) um but compared to all the other bodies around me I was you know so I've always known that I was set apart as a black woman by my body type of course you know normally we look a little different um so it wasn't like a as an African-American woman, it, it never really phased me because I grew up in that environment. I was always different. So my hair was different. That, hmm, that's a whole nother a whole conversation we can talk about, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I could only imagine <laughs> that the, this crown that we carry is a whole, look, that's a whole conversation by, by itself,
2: okay? So look, Tasha, you ready? okay <laughs> ready. I, I let me see i just i can't personally I, as black as been a black person period we go through challenges as plain a black woman we go through challenges i can't personally think of none only that i really think of is like my mother always telling me we black women so we gotta carry ourselves with you know with respect and and look a certain way when we go out to interviews so that always stuck me like why i can't Go out and look like, you know, Sally or someone else and she always used to tell me like where's certain stuff, but I can't really just just think because I grew up with mostly black people. I went to an HBCU and I can't just really think of, you know, it's certain experiences. Different. Yeah,
0: that you said, though, about how, how we're told, you know, like to dress, to walk, yes. to talk, how to act a certain in certain way. Not, not right. wearing you know, a not
2: certain some, don't wear long hair to no interview. Wear something shoulderly. Don't be putting all your ghetto makeup on. I'm like ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> don't be doing all your eyelashes. And I'm like, I can't do all that for a professional interview. Like that's crazy. But uh, yeah, so it's just that kind of stuck out to me. If just being a black woman, we we have to look a certain kind a certain way. way and that's that's a part that's a huge part of it because the
0: our culture is so deeply rooted like it's the very essence mm-hmm. of us and it's people out there there that are paying to mimic our mm-hmm. natural essence you know it's is people, you know, paying to get, get our lips and get our, you know, what our hair will do naturally to def- defy gravity as it does, you know. And so our parents having that conversation with us to, you know, oh, make sure you wear your hair like this or don't do this. Like to go to, for example, to go to a corporate interview, I know, you know, maybe like three years ago, even, or some, a lot of places now. It would it would be like yeah. career suicide for me to wear yeah, my natural, sure. <laughs> which is which is insane. But those are things that us as African Americans that we women that we deal with, that we battle, that we have to combat, and then you know, just fighting our way to hear our voice because we carry all this intelligence that needs to be heard. And like Naja said, when it comes to our bodies, that's a whole nother arena because we are we're different. I we want to add something to that because yeah.
3: you said something about our families made us be different and dress different. It's because as young black women we're overly sexualized. Yes. And that's a a body consciousness issue in itself. Um we're you know grown men, you know coming at a certain type of way when we're younger 14, 13 years old. That's my personal experience, you know. Or like me being around my friends, I had to wear longer shorts. I didn't understand why I had to wear longer shorts, you know, but my mom was like, you can't do and say and wear everything everybody else has. But now as an adult, I understand that it's because, again, our young girls are overly sexualized and they have been for years. So that's, again, a whole nother conversation for another day.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. And these, what you just said is conversations that, need to be had because there's like this delicate line in us having conversations with our daughters getting them to you know just be themselves but also you shouldn't have to tell a child that oh sweetie don't wear that because and it can be just as innocent but when you have that that image that's always put out there in the media, or mm-hmm. this has been passed down for centuries, like Naja just said the over sexualization of our bodies is like, um, uh, it's a hard place to try to find that balance in yeah. it because of those mental stains that mm-hmm. other people create and that we can wind up having to go through because of other people's craziness. So that's definitely, you know, a good, a great point, for sure. Um, so the next question I want to jump into are: What are some of the things that you do? um to go into your superwoman headspace and I asked this one last time because you know to get in that confident like Tasha said throw on that swimsuit and be like what <laughs> this is a beach body.com <laughs> what do you do to go into that superwoman mindset Tasha look I'm gonna go to you first because you 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 just came out the booth last weekend <laughs>
2: It's it's uh, it's it's music. It's my thing. It always been like that's what gets me. uh Turn on some Beyonce. It t- Trey. <laughs> my husband and my niece know like once I turn on Beyonce. Once I turn on some Beyonce, like leave me alone. I'm getting full diva mode. Like I'm I'm <laughs> in my own zone. alright. <laughs> so, right. so usually Beyonce in the mornings. I have to pray. Like that's what really gets me going. Gets me to gets my day going. And um, I write down goals after I pray of what I want to do. Sometimes I don't get them all done, but that's what I'm working on. Like doing this with you is a big goal because I'm very shy and I had to write it all week. Go ahead and do it, Tasha. You can do it. <laughs> I'm very shy. I don't speak. I don't talk. <laughs> so I listen to Beyonce and I pray and I just write down goals. And that's, what, that's what gets me going.
3: That's good. That's good. <laughs> Jessica.
0: How you you get that that superwoman mindset?
1: Look, I was going to say music too, because you get that trap beat, you be ready. You know, you ready to do whatever. Listen, but another thing I want to add is meditation. Uh, Meditation for me it makes me come full circle you know i meditated a lot on saturday morning after i meditated i was like okay this is what i need to do and this is the order that i need to do it in and you know everything came full circle with that and i know when i was going through my depression two years ago one of the things i did for a whole two years i didn't listen to any um tv or anything no music all i did was listen to sarah jakes roberts t jakes miles monroe eric thomas all the motivational speakers and i just did that and i read i enhanced my vocabulary so just things like that, I continue to read and I continue to do the um the mindset uh, rituals within the videos and things like that. And I continue to meditate and that's what brings things full circle for me.
0: That's good, that's good. Naja?
3: I like how we all have the same answers. Anyway. I know, right? <laughs> so like, of course music, like WAP just came out, you know, Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then of course, Going and knowing who you are in God, right? I know that's contradictory, but that brings out different parts of you, too Um, but I'm I don't even one. think
0: it's contradictory. We've been trained with Traditionalism that it is and oh, I thank God for a free mind these days. Okay. Yeah I love as- Jesus, but I also like to have some fun as well. I can pray for you And then we can go and have some fun, too
3: while okay? <laughs> yeah, so we pray, yeah <laughs> So I think the the only other thing I'm going to add is that I go to the mirror, of course, do that mirror work. And I look at myself and I'm like, girl, you are bad. Like, (laughs) you are amazing. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Like, you are literally a child of God. God chose to create you. You are God's design. You know, like, if you were God's design, you are not messed up and you are wonderful. So Mm
0: -hmm. that's good. That mirror work,
3: y'all, if you don't do it it helps
0: it does it does and look I love what everyone said because look I turn on my inner Beyonce sometimes too <laughs> I think I think most women do you know turn it look it's your Sasha fears, okay but then also is that <laughs> I also heard everyone say knowing where your roots are Are connected to. So yes, you know, there's a mentality to get there. But at the end of it, my foundation is in God, and who he who he is to me and who I am to him, realizing that without him, I'm nothing ever and so i do my three i call it my morning me i get up i pray i meditate and i do some type of physical activity whether that's riding my bike going for a walk um i also always listen to something inspirational in the mornings which i love dr miles monroe he is the bomb.com if you have not listened to his stuff on youtube you are missing out okay (laughs) look amazing you can listen to the same message five times and get something new and fresh out of them every single time um so look that's that's good look all of us look we 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 in there on on the rhythm of the of the building okay on on the rhythm of the building ourselves okay i love it so With that being said, what are some of the tips you would give a young lady or even a woman on how to build their confidence and embrace their bodies? Because there's definitely a lot of people um, now with COVID being stuck in home, our bodies have even been changing then, um, or even just that may be in that dark place that is looking to kind of redefine themselves and build that confidence. So Naj, I'm going to come to you first. What advice would you give someone?
3: Um, I feel like I'm repetitive, but that mirror work, just going to the mirror. And then of course, like I said, at first I cried at first when I was reporting myself, it was hard to see me because I feel when you lack self-confidence, you don't look at yourself in the mirror. Have y'all noticed that? Like you just skim over yourself. And once I really dove deep and look and visited and like, just met it, you know, not meditated, but just really looked into who I into who I am, and rewatched the videos. I mean, going in the mirror is different than making videos. Like I'm able to do the mirror now, but I think when you start make videos of yourself, I I showed myself my body. I turned around. I just made videos of me telling myself things, even though if I didn't believe it, I still spoke into it. And so that would be the only advice that I would give is to start saying those positive things to yourself record yourself look at yourself and say it to yourself and then you'll start believing it i love <laughs> it yeah.
1: jessica what well, i would you? say um, yes. women to pay attention to what they're putting in their bodies you know like i was saying about that music pay attention to what you're listening to pay attention to what you're eating because you can't eat a lot of junk and then think you're gonna be able to think healthy you know you eat junk you eat junk you don't think about junk you know just try to clean up and make sure you're doing movements every day you got to move every day you talk about the quarantine but a lot of people have been sitting they've been laying not too many people have been getting up and trying to walk jog a little bit you know just continue to move so your brain function can improve you know when you start to move and just doing nothing but 30 minutes a day you'll be surprised you'll have ideas popping to your mind your, you know skills to, to sharpen. You know, you, the different ideas will start popping into your mind. But like, oh yeah, I need to do this. I need to do that. A lot of people go live when they start to the exercise because a lot of different thoughts come in the head. They need to speak out. You know, they need to speak out to the world. So just being able to get that movement and paying attention to the things that you are consuming, that is very, very important.
0: That's good. That's good. Tasha, what advice would you give?
2: Um, I would agree. With both of the ladies. it's Something I do with my niece, who's thirteen and uh, plus size, because my family, we have plus our women, is I let her do the the mirror thing. She has stand in the mirror, say something positive by herself because schools nowadays cause I think they're a little harsher than why, than I went to school. So uh stand in front of the mirror, write positive things about yourself, eat, you know, try to eat healthy if you can. Well at least just eat something healthy. I like I try she has she's really picky eating. So I started like making her eat like more fruit and vegetables. So if someone comes to you and say something, you know, you working on yourself within, you know, you know, you just not laying around lazy. So to just try to to do something to always better yourself is the advice I would give uh, yes, yes,
0: that's good, that's good. I would definitely say that when it comes to discovering your own confidence, um, I'll circle back to what everyone said. First, get something positive in your mind, whether that's looking up on YouTube, purchasing some books, getting into a circle, so I would say switching up your environment. If you look around and your friends aren't who you desire to be, it's time to switch up your circle. Um, If you're in a place where your environment is unhealthy, it will come out in all aspects of your life. So sometimes it is doing a detox, not necessarily of your body, but of your mind and your circle um because one of the things that we don't realize look i'm gonna go church on this real quick it says forsake not the assembly the assembly isn't just the church or the congregation the assembly are those that are assembled in your life is the thoughts you assemble in your head it is the way you assemble your life and pull it together and you really get what you put in so that's the part that you honestly have to do a deep dive in and take a look at because if you want to be confident you can't hang around unconfident people because guess what they're gonna tear you down just like they're tearing themselves down if you want to be powerful you can't be with weak people or have weak thoughts or do that you know is gonna produce weak actions You have to position yourself to be who you desire to be. And sometimes, like Naja said, you may not believe it at first, but it also says faith faith without works is dead. You got to put in the work so that your faith can be activated and you can be that thing that you're speaking. So that's look. that'll be my two cents on that one. So. We'll move on to the next question because it's definitely what I could continue on about. So, although we embrace our bodies, health and fitness, of course, are important. What are the some of the, some of the things you do regarding health and fitness? And I'm gonna go to Jessica with this one first because you know she be posted, she be out here walking it out. Okay, she be out here on this, you know, on these trails. Look, look,
1: don't get me started now. You know, I'm in mean, the way. Let go. You know, well, one of the things I do early in the morning, I take my nutriburst, my liquid multivitamin, and this has superfoods and everything, and that one tablespoon is equivalent to 10 salads. So I got all the nutrients, the vitamins, and fruits and vegetables for my day with that one shot of Nutri-Burst in the morning. After that, I do my NRG. That's my natural raw energy tablet. You know, it has vitamin B12 and B6 in it. You know, it gives me a mental clarity and focus as well. And it has five HTPs in it. And then what that is, is natural serotonin. That's what they use in antidepressants. And see, since January, I've been using this NRG and I have not taken my antidepressant. Now, that's my story. I was on Wellbutrin, but I have not had to have Wellbutrin after January because I'm on NRG. You know, and after that, I do detox every day. And what I've done now, I use like a four packs of the ISOTs and I do that in the evening time. So in the morning, about four to five hours later after doing my detoxing tea, I have an amazing bathroom experience, you all. And I'm able to detox my liver kidney, and my colon. Yes, it all comes out. And I feel so much better because when I was not eliminating every day, I mean, skin breaking out uh, in a bad mood around you. Oh, you got so much gas. No, you can need the boo-boo. You need to get up at you. <laughs> you know so you know with that so i'm detoxing daily and as you were talking about the environment people yeah i'm, I'm detoxing people things and food on a daily basis so that's what i do on a daily basis and now i just started incorporating movement now i was not moving for the first two months you all but i've been able to lose 50 pounds since january But the first two months i was not moving now i do 30 minutes every day and i've actually fell in love with it and i was the one to tell you i hate exercise but i don't anymore i love exercising now so that's my spiel
0: that's good. Look, she says she detoxing everything. We're going to do hashtag detox it all, okay? Look, hashtag detox it all. All right, so I'm going to go to Tasha next because, Nigel, look, I know this is your area, so I'm going to come to you last. So, Tasha, what are you doing regarding health and fitness right now? <laughs>
2: Uh, right now, I we didn't pick up 30-minute walking as, like, a family thing, and my husband bent on a journey, but I don't know if you know any people. The nursing field, we are usually the most unnutritious people. I don't know if you, like, know people in the nursing field. Like, we could go a whole 12-hour, not eat, not sit down, anything, so the last couple months, I just feel like I need to do a 30-minute workout, uh, exercise, do, like, a little exercise break. And then for my niece too because i have my niece now we need to start exercising so for right now we do a 30 minute walk in the morning and we had changed our diet to keto diet which has been interesting <laughs> So we just, <laughs> we just switched over to keto which is no sugar everything sugar-free so we're gonna my, my husband did it over the course of years and he lost like he lost like 100 pounds throughout the course of three years and so now I'm, I'm getting her on board because she is what I eat I see that now she is what I eat so now we're getting on board with the keto and exercising so that's That's I'm good. That's good. Look, the nutrition <laughs> consultant <laughs> right I need to hear her
0: what, what are you <laughs> going to regarding this health and fitness and what is important to you
3: well when we get off this call I'm gonna talk to all of y'all but um, <laughs> but so something that I do is I I'm very simple I think people make health and fitness very difficult kind of like what Jessica was saying she just gets up and walks for 30 minutes a day that's simple that's you can listen to a podcast while you are walking. you can listen to your music you can you can do whatever you need to do while you work out you know um and you can multitask um but just doing those simple things of waking up stretching because you need to move you need to stretch we're not i know you said i'm the baby but i'm not that young you know i still need to stretch my body you need to either run walk lift some weights um do some yoga do some pilates do something at least you know 30 to 60 minutes a day and then of course with your eating eat vegetables guys like i I, a lot of people like i know you jessica you're saying you're on vitamins and that's helped you reset and lose your waste because waste, your gut health is very important. But like I don't think people realize that eating a variety of vegetables and a variety of colors on every single one of your meals helps just tremendously. Just being very simple. Um, I think a lot of people focus on like extra sauces, extra cheese, all that extra stuff on their meals. and um, meat is not bad. I'm not a big meat eater, and there's that's a personal journey of mine but people eat big slabs of meat on their plate and eat this much vegetables, but your vegetables need to be this and your meat needs to be this, you know? So just changing basic things every day and finding what works for you. Everybody's body is different. Um, My, what works for me may not work for Jessica or Tasha or you Mika, but just finding what works for you and doing that daily and just making those small changes and don't beat yourself up for messing up. I think when people go on these crash diets or change a diet lifestyle, they miss things. Um, And also something that I do is I remix my foods. So I actually am gonna have an ebook coming out later this year called Remix Foods, and it's all your favorite foods, but in a healthier version. Just make a healthier version of what you like to eat. If you like burgers, do a black bean burger with a different bun. If you like nachos, do a vegetable nacho. You You can still eat the things you like, just change it to make it healthier. It's very simple, everybody. Very simple.
0: Yeah. Look, is that is very true. I know for us we've reduced sodium significantly. So like salt, we don't use a lot of socks, um, don't do red meat. We do pretty much turkey, chicken, and fish. Um, and then I've already mentioned about my morning workouts. And then I like what you said, like as a family, because we go and do our family walks or ride our bikes and it's good to get your kids involved so you can teach them, you know, that life, you know, that lifestyle to incorporate that you need some type of activity. It's not just if you play in sports that you need to work out. Look, I hope my son heard that one. It's not just if you're doing sports need to work out is it's how you do life because look that's his story he tried to oh i'm about to start back training for basketball i'm like dude but you're gonna die when you start back that real training if you ain't doing nothing now so look i'm gonna leave him alone my husband gonna say something to me i love you babe so, <laughs> so the next question the last question is what is your go-to oh i asked, actually asked this question so to wrap it up i actually have some rapid fire questions for everyone rapid fire so i'm gonna go around everybody gotta answer them real quick okay these should be fun so i'll start with tasha then i'll rotate to Naja, and then jessica and then we'll go to the next question so what do you love most about yourself and what is the one thing about yourself that you wish you can change tasha. Love, love most and wish you could change like personality or no? Just whatever about yourself. Holistic.
2: <laughs> the most I love is my personality because I'm I'm really um nice, sweet, and quiet and all that stuff. And <laughs> the one thing I wish I could change is I wish I could be mean sometimes and like put my foot down and be like, no, but I can't I'm so nice I can't do it. But that's what I, I would put like. the double edged sword. <laughs> nice. Naja. I'm the exact opposite.
3: Like I feel like I'm very aggressive (laughs) and (laughs) Uh, that's funny but the first thing that I the one thing I love about myself of course is my confidence in all aspects of my life I'm very confident and of course like I said that sometimes it comes off as aggression and that's also one thing that I would like to change is like the way I say things sometimes because it comes from love but it don't sound like it all the time. So um, I think that would be something I would want to
1: change. All right. Jessica? Well, one of the things I would say that I little about myself is I'm down to earth. And, you know, within traveling around the world, what I saw was, even if I didn't know how to speak that language in that country, I knew how to smile. And a smile is universal. And no matter where I went, they would just smile, too, because I'm like, I don't know how to say hey to you because I'm in Belize, Belize, or I'm in New Amsterdam, but I know how to smile at you and wave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just love my down to earth, and I know how to love, and I know how to show love to people. And I think that's what's missing. A lot of people don't know how to do that. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, somebody's different by you, somebody's Arabic, you don't know what to say or what to do around them. But I do. You know, I'm just down to earth. I don't care where you're from. I can talk to you. <laughs> so I love that. And one of the things I would change is just time wasting. You know, I waste so much time in my life in previous years. I think that's why now I take life so seriously. You know, I don't play games with little small things because I wasted so much time. So with anything, that's what I would change. So much time that I wasted. But then so that's why I am who I am today because I wasted so much time then. And that's why I don't play no games now. So you know within that <laughs> I you know my life's journey. I'm embracing it. And I'm just loving the process right now.
0: I love it. I love it. So next one. This Tasha, if you could choose any career, what would it be?
1: I would be
2: a um what's it called? Um like a, uh, a stylist, like a professional stylist or the people who, um, yeah, 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 yeah. A, a stylist? stylist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naja? You I would choose. be an
3: actress I've all, I, when I was younger. That was my dream. I would love to be an actress, but I don't like attention. So that so wouldn't work <laughs> out. <so>. Are <laughs> oh, we
1: talking about something we're working on or something that we yeah, A career.
0: Worked. No, if you could choose any career, what
1: would it be? Um, it would be clinical psychologist, clinical counselor, because that's what I'm actually pursuing now. I want to work with mothers with postpartum depression. I think that's an area that nobody too much talks about. And I think if you carry this baby for nine months after that, you need nine months of counseling. You need to know, okay, how can I get back to me? Because everybody's going to be, oh, the baby, oh, the baby. All my friends that have children, I'm like, okay, the baby, but how are you doing? What can I get you? Sometimes as a mama, you need that eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that too. But you know, that first nine months, you need that for real. But if you want to do more, you choose to. Great, phenomenal. You can always <laughs> need counseling, you know. But that's what the program that I'm putting in place to do that counseling nine months after to get that contract done with different hospitals and um, you know, people the maternity unit at different clinics here in Mississippi and then branching out to other states as well that's so beautiful
0: that's
3: Jessica good, I
1: Jessica I love that idea look that, I'll be praying for
0: you look as you go through that so next Tasha when and where did you meet your spouse so oh, I met him at Grambling Grambling University right. <laughs> look
3: Naja. where did I meet my man um, yes. I met him um, on the at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. That is so no, cool. but it's it's such a long story and that's why I like did it like that, because it yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> it's
0: simple. That was it's the fun. initial meet and greet. So just Jess, look, Jessica, look, when and where
1: did you meet your your boo? You got a boo right now. Look, I don't even know, just you got a oh. boo. I met Jesus at birth because I'm single. And when you're single, you're one with God. You're one with him when you're single. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, you know, but that's good you asked that, though. But I just want to put in, too, I'm three years celibate. That means no formal sexual immorality with myself or an object. And I make sure I say that because a lot of people think about, you know, you got to factor in masturbation as well. You know, it's a little vulgar, but, hey, it's straight to the point. No formal sexual immorality for three years. And when I tell you I'm focused, man. I'm talking. About, I can see a spirit from from right up in here and a mile away. It does not matter. My discernment spirit is very keen. I love it. Look, BU is live. Okay,
0: did you hear it? the ones in the back? Did you hear what she said? Okay, look did did you did you catch that one? All right. Look, the next question is: If family and finances were not a factor, where would you choose to live and why? Tasha
2: uh if family and friends and finances, I will probably be in Dubai I will probably live in Dubai for sure cuz Dubai is very it's very high tech it's very up in Dubai is where is that <laughs> I will probably live in Dubai all
0: right it's, it's all right it is very high tech nice. <laughs>
2: um
3: for me it's mostly family that keeps me here uh, yeah so
0: that's why I say if they want not stay that's the family, I like you the said you balling out wherever you want to be it
3: Anywhere on the Mediterranean Sea, either Morocco, Amalfi Coast, um, anywhere over there, I would probably just li- honestly live on a boat and just live in different areas <laughs> over there for like years at a time. So,
1: all right, all right, Jessica. <laughs> I- I Emma right. Look, when Tasha was talking about Dubai, I was like, yes, yeah, Abu Dhabi, that's my destination. That's my dream destination. It's right there by Dubai. And because, you know, like she was saying, Dubai is so upscale. I love the way they dress, the way they look, the skyscrapers, the buildings, everything. But Abu Dhabi is about an hour away from there. So it's a little bit more low-key. But they still have the beautiful buildings as well, but not that many tourists go there. So that's why Abu Dhabi would be my number one choice. All right. All right. And look, last
0: question, what book or television show or movie has had the big, the biggest impact on your life? Tasha?
2: Oh, I can't think of this. My mother gave me this book years ago. Uh, I can't even think of it. Let me think of a movie. Oh, crap. I can't think. Oh, oh crap. I can't think i can't think of it but the name i'm going with that one <laughs> okay
0: but it. we'll come back book movie okay. or t- <laughs> show that's had the most impact on your life Naja.
3: that's a hard one i read a lot of books so that's very 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 hard this is the worst question of the day easy. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm this is so hard i'm gonna go with this is not it but i'm gonna go with their as we're watching
0: god Love it. I
1: love it. Jessica. Well, I would um notate one of the first books that did it for me when I was in undergrad. It was The Seven Habits of Highly the People by Stephen Covey. And that I love was good. It. that's when I started truly being empathetic and then you know listening with the intent to understand instead of with the intent to respond. That was huge for me. Because a lot of times you go, oh yeah, 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 whatever. As soon as you stop, I'm gonna get my point across. But it really taught me how to listen and that's a skill. You have to know how to listen. That's a it's huge art. It is mm-hmm. definitely an art. Yeah, so that book changed the game for me totally.
0: I
2: love it. Tasha, did you get it? I didn't think of it, but I'm going to say the Bible. It was, a, it was a spiritual book because when I was 18, let me tell you, I started going like I thought I was grown. I started going on a swervy path. <laughs> and... I
1: was
3: froze for a second.
0: I think so Tasha's having some technical issues so once she look comes back there she go all
2: right there you go we're getting that you was 18 and you was on this swervy path I was on a swervy path and she kept telling me you need to get on the right path you're not living right so she gave me the spiritual book in the Bible and I was like oh, whatever it is something dramatic happened in my life a friend got shot next or in the presence of me and I was like okay maybe she's right I'm not living on the right path so I took to these books and I read them I read them the whole summer and that's why I decided to leave Kansas and go off to Grambling and it it just was the best decision I'm so thankful she gave me (laughs) the bible and this other book because it led me on my path now when I could have been on a a really bad path so I'm going to say the (laughs) bible
0: that is good that is good um Something that I don't think a lot of people think about is how exposure to the right thing can really kind of, you know, guide you through that direction of life and change it totally. Um, We underestimate how much a book or a movie or something that we see can affect us and can push us either down the wrong way or guide us to the right way so i would definitely say for me and i'm i'm an avid reader i love to read like i have so many books my i, ha- I have to give them away sometimes because that is it gets ridiculous um but the some of the books i could think about just to share um i think i shared it last week there's a book called the circle maker i love 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 that book Um, It is a book about prayer and praying rigorously about the things that you want to accomplish. um, What do you want God to do for you? It's an amazing book. Um, The Shack, I love. I've actually read the book three times and was nervous about seeing the movie because I had this whole vision in my head. Of you know the this book, but the movie did uh, do it well. And then um, there's a book by uh, author. Her name is M.K. Mueller. Um, it's called Eight to Great, and she's actually uh, the first. Um, uh life coaching certification that I went through and it's an amazing amazing book that teaches you a lot about life and your pursuit of your journey so those are ones that just stand out in my mind right now that I um definitely have read multiple times and I enjoy um I w- one of the things I guess I'll share real quick and reason why I asked the last question about the books my great-grandmother she was um she grew up in what was called the big house. Her mom was a slave, but she worked in the big house and she learned how to read with the children um, that she that she watched. And so one of the things that she told me as a little girl, she called call me Shonda. She's like, Shonda, no matter where you find yourself in life, always make sure you find yourself in the book because everything they don't want you to know, they hide it in the book. That's why they didn't want us to read. And so that's one of the reasons for me why no matter where I'm at in life I always find myself reading so if you're not a reader there's audible out there YouTube has books recorded you know like for real find yourself reading find something to feed your mind that is my challenge to each and every one of you so Just want to wrap it all up. All of my beautiful, beautiful panelists have shared so much and invited us in their lives to talk about how they found their own confidence in their bodies and their confidence in themselves. And at the end of the day, what we learned a lot of it wasn't even about our bodies. It started here right Mm -hmm. that uh as a man thinketh so is he so if you think you fine girl work it you are i see you jessica you are but if you believe you ain't you could be cold-blooded but in your mind you a mess then guess what you still a mess so get this right and everything else will fall in line so thank you ladies for joining me today and always always remember audience be you